Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. And we're going to start off this podcast the same way that we have recently with the latest update on the coronavirus and the latest count on the death toll, which this is a combination of with and from. Remember, that official number that they release every day is not just people who had died from the coronavirus, it's people who had died with the coronavirus. As we now know, the cases in Italy, only 12% of the people who have died, it was actually from the coronavirus. The rest were people who died with it, meaning they died from pre-existing conditions or another illness in, in, that they had. So uh, just remember that as we're going through this, because it's included in every one of the numbers that we have here. As of, to, as of this morning, 36 states still have less than 50 deaths from the coronavirus, yet we're all on lockdown. 15 states have less than 10 coronavirus deaths. In Texas, we have 133 deaths. That is in a state of about 28 million. Nationwide, we now have, as of this morning, 9,620 deaths, which, of course, is a horrible number. But, folks, we live in a country of 328 million people. We cannot shut down 80% of the population, put them on house arrest because of less than 10,000 deaths up to this point. And, of course, we know the official narrative is going to say, yeah, look at these numbers are so much lower because of what we are doing. Remember, that is not what they said. They said we had missed our window. They said we were too far gone and that we were going to have a million dead no matter what we did by this point. Well, we're at still less than 10,000 right now. And we still, we got to continue to ask, what are we doing right now? Why are we all on house arrest? You see that the all over the nation, counties are getting stricter and stricter, even with the death toll being lighter than what they expected it would be, now issuing $1,000 fines for people who leave their homes. Uh, it's outrageous, absolutely draconian measures that should never be used, and I don't understand why more people aren't angry about that. I know that many of you are angry as well about this, but that is a message that needs to be spread. Uh, and not only that, all of our businesses are closed. Why are we willing, willingly giving in to economic devastation like this. And not to add insult to injury, but we're also seeing an increase in burglaries in many areas, New York, California. Right here in our area, Harris County, which is Houston, has seen an 18.9% increase in burglaries of businesses. That's in just the last two weeks. Seattle has nearly doubled from the same time period of this last year. What are we doing? This is another example of the cure being worse than the disease itself. Not to mention our economic devastation, but crime rates going up. Uh, talking about releasing uh, prisoners from jail. Now, nonviolent offenders, you know, maybe, maybe so. I could be persuaded towards that. But uh, where do you draw the line? That's the questions that I have there. Now, folks, that being said, all of this being said, we're not trying to scare you here. We aren't the fear mongers you see on TV, and we don't have all the answers. But as you can hear, we have a lot of questions, and we will continue to ask those questions, the tough questions, the questions that people are being criticized for, and we'll continue to bring you the facts. And one last point there, it's impossible to talk to most of the people about coronavirus 
because they're going to insult you and come after you for saying, well, you don't care about the lives of others. That's the exact opposite of what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about people whose lives are in danger from economic devastation as well, which is a very real problem. And if you can't talk about it, well, I, we can't really have a conversation then because I'm talking about lives as well. We are talking about lives here as well. It's the same approach. Now, all right, that's enough. On to the good news for today because there was a lot of it out there. Uh, and that is that the Dow had a huge rally today. All of our major indexes had a huge rally today. and It did have a little bit of the makings of a bear market rally, but I'll touch on that here more in a second. The Dow is now back up 24% above its March 23rd lows. Some would call that a new bull market. Uh, we got to wait and see here. But we were up 7.73% today on the Dow. That's 1,600 points to 22,679. And check out these stats. There have been 16 bear markets since 1926, an average of one every six years. The average decline in the Dow is 39, or just the average decline on our markets is 39%. The Dow, as of March 23rd, dropped 38.3%. So, while it might not be a straight move back higher to all-time highs, we think that is likely going to be a number that is right there at our lows. The S&P also having a huge day today and back up 20% from its March 23rd lows, up 21.5% now, up 7% on the day to 2,663. And one stat for the S&P 500 over the last 90 years, when the S&P has had a down quarter, first quarter, of more than 13%, which we just had a 20% move lower, the S&P, the median move higher over the next three quarters, is 40%. So there are some reasons out there to be optimistic right now. And so that's why I said we're going to touch on the good topics here now. The NASDAQ also up 7.33% today to 7,913. And lastly, the Russell 2000, our biggest winner on the day, up 8.24% to 1,138. Looking at our internals on the day, more good signs here. Advances beating out declines over 7 to 1, positive on the day. New 52-week highs to 52-week lows continue to be negative, but that is to be expected after a big rally like this. Tough for a lot of the stocks to get back to new 52-week highs. So it did come in negative, but good to see only 67 stocks hitting new 52-week lows today. That is less than some of the days we saw last week. Lastly, volume had a big day today, 97% up volume on the New York Stock Exchange today. That is a very bullish technical indicator, one that we want to see continue. We need to get back-to-back -back days of that before we can really say that we're seeing a direction change in this market here. <clears throat> and another uh, factor that we're looking at here for direction change is the VIX, which continued lower today as it did on Friday, despite being a down day. Today fell another 3.1% to 45.35 for the VIX. This is just what we want to see there. We want to see, continue to see the VIX move lower from here. Now, let's take a look at our sectors on the day where we had a strong day here. 11 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors finished higher on the day. We were led by tech, which is exactly what we want to see. We want to see tech lead the way. Uh, we were followed there by utilities, consumer discretionary, and materials. Our laggards on the day, if you want to call them that, were consumer staples, uh, and then energy, which was interesting because oil was lower on the day, um, but energy still rallying 5%. And also, on the same note as tech, 
when you see tech lead, you want to see to semis lead tech. So tech was up uh, over seven or sorry, over eight percent, almost nine percent on the day, while the semiconductors were up over 10%, 10.38 for the SOX index. Just an incredible move there for the semiconductors. And lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now up to its highest level in eight years. That is uh, since 2012, now just 200 away from its all-time high, or less than $200 away from its all-time high of 1904. That was in 2011. But up 3.82% today to 1,708 an ounce. GDX over up over 5% on the day. And as we've been saying, that's this is just the beginning of the bull market in precious metals and the miners. And we want to see the miners lead the way, which we did. Again, GDX up over 5.5% today. Gold up over 3.8% today. So great outperformance there by the miners. Silver also up big today, 5.6% to $15.30 an ounce. Copper up 1.35% to $2.22 a pound. Oil, like I said, interesting that the energy sector was up. That's what happens when you get a broad rally like this. Uh, Oil down 7.16% to $26.30 a barrel. And lastly, Bitcoin, now up 6.5% on the day to $7,241 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA updates every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com slash podcast. We'd love to have you have you with us. And as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out at support at vrainsider.com. We'd love taking your questions. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.